स्टोरी टेलर्स आर एन इम्पॉर्टेंट पार्ट ऑफ एनी कल्चर एनी सोसाइटी इन इंडिया वी आर नो शॉर्ट ऑफ दीज इंडिविजुअल्स हू ट्रैवल एंड राइट स्टोरीज फॉर पीपल पंकज इज नो डिफरेंट ही इज वन ऑफ द फाउंडर्स ऑफ फार अवे ओरिजिनल्स दैट हैज क्रिएटेड मेनी अमेजिंग स्टोरीज फ्रॉम डिस्टेंट लैंड इंटरेस्टिंगली आई वॉन्टेड टू इंटरव्यू पंकज ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट एज वन ऑफ द फर्स्ट गेस्ट when i started my podcast last year but things didn't work out and i had to wait until december anyhow better late than never here pankaj singh let's welcome him and continue our conversation hi pankaj thanks a lot for taking out your time and joining me for this episode so happy to be here man so happy to be finally uh, speaking to you after yeah. <laughs> I am so glad that we finally got a chance to catch up. As I have said earlier, uh, Pankaj was supposed to be my first guest, and the interview was supposed to be live in Bangalore. But things changed, and here we are sitting in our yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's changed how quickly that time has passed. Yeah. So before we start, please share a little about your work and everything else that you have done so far. Okay, sure. So my name is Pankaj Singh. Uh, I write for a living. I mean, a lot of my work involves writing. I'm a part of uh, Faraway Originals. Uh, so Faraway Originals is uh, basically a company that makes uh, documentary-style films. And uh, the reason the word Originals is a part of the name is because we work on original stories that we are uh, really passionate about telling. And then we also do commercial work for brands and but yeah uh we mix films uh, uh, mainly and also explore the various other mediums on which we can tell stories like sound or uh, or you know like in telling a story in a physical space uh on the digital medium whatever f- uh, form a story can take basically and my background is got, has got nothing to do with what i do now I did decom and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Faraway Originals has been creating some of the amazing content, and it is kind of a standard when it comes to storytelling. How about you introduce our listeners with the concept and the story behind its inception? There's three of us right now who at Faraway Originals. There's Navid Mulki and Shakti Rajareja. Uh, so it's a team of two writers and one filmmaker editor. uh so i me and navid we work on stories and we direct and write and navid has also just started the filming and editing as well but chakti mainly does the filming and editing and we've known each other for about 6 or 7 years and it they all began uh, where we used to work in a digital media agency where uh, we traveled a lot uh, to do brand shoots and you know photo shoots and things like that across the country and uh, while we did that we saw that there was a wealth of stories across the country and these stories were not being told right and in the mainstream media or they they didn't have a place for them and we thought you know while we do these brand stories for brands and things like that let's just start a, a sort of an online magazine where we you know put out stories of the people we meet or the kinds of things we saw and the firm that we were working with they sort of supported us and we founded something called untold and it was an it was a digital online portal for this the stories that we did and so our emphasis throughout uh, to i mean to start with was on storytelling it wasn't uh, okay let's just find something interesting to tell and then just put it out there but we put a lot of effort into things like design and digital experience and the way it was written or the way it was shot 
and you know again you making sure that a story is as immersive as possible so we did that for about a year or two and then we moved on and we uh, started far away originals and we continue to do uh, so uh, we continue to sort of tell stories but right now it's mostly film and and yeah, we we just uh, the kind of stories that we do are are always the stories that we really feel strongly about so so far uh, it's been in the space of uh, culture and history and wildlife conservation and the human connection to nature and sport and movement and and yeah i mean it's it's often like that the most interesting thing i feel about faraway originals is your style of storytelling as you cover culture people places and create a very strong narrative how important and sensitive do you feel storytelling is when it comes to raising awareness yeah okay so it's like a double edged sword i would say because there's been times where uh, we have wanted to tell a story about a place or a person in a particular place and these people have been uh, you know uh, they've they've expected us to maybe not reveal where they were or or you know uh, i'll just give you an example uh, a couple of years ago i did a story about a cave in ladakh uh, which was in this which is on which is situated on the outskirts of this remote village and i saw when they to do the story to document uh, the whole space because it was never documented before that in fact i was the first person outside of the village to visit this cave and when i went there uh, somebody just casually came to me and said uh, don't you think there'll be like a lot of people storming into this quiet place and uh, do you think that could that could happen if you put this out and uh, that really made me think and all all i mean i'd made like an 18 hour journey just to be there and to tell the story uh, i which i eventually did but just uh, when the story came out it was just this place i i sort of chose to hold back where it was to sort of honor that conversation that i had with that person and uh, there's been other cases where there was another guy in meghalaya who was uh, basically documenting his the culture of his entire village and the history of its people in like this diary because nothing else existed online about his village so he had taken it upon himself to uh, write these stories but when we said if he could do his story he said i don't want myself to be on the internet so much it's my village that i want uh, to to be there or not rather but basically uh, i don't want to be so much on the internet i don't want to be seen that it makes me uncomfortable so again we t- we told a story we took pictures of him but you could never you you couldn't make out his face or you know we we sort of gave him that kind of uh, uh privacy or we conceal his identity but the story of what he was doing or the essence of it was told so uh so when I, when you when you see both worlds like this where one is like this like a sensitive area or where people want to be sort of left alone or not uh, you know be spoken about aloud you you sort of honor that and uh, you tell it responsibly whereas other spaces really need that kind of attention and uh, so so you uh, so we've done stories on conservation in in uh, i mean across a couple of states in the country and that has 
made like small amounts of impact where people have sort of uh, realized what's going on first of all to to have heard of a particular uh, ecological landscape or uh, or an issue concerning that area to to not be aware of and then be made aware of is is one thing that storytelling can do and then again uh, i would say that you can't really uh, you know do a lot with a film or a story that you tell about a place but rather for us the goal is to just turn the gaze of the viewer towards a particular ex- a situation or a place that needs attention and then generate enough curiosity that they uh, th- that this becomes their own pursuit where they are intrigued enough to follow up and to sort of know more or learn more or perhaps see if there's a way that they can uh, help the situation so so yeah i mean it works both ways i would say i can relate with innovations when it comes to putting a story in public i have often hit the locations and names because that's how a locality gets destroyed especially when you see how over tourism has ran rampant and destroyed a lot of originality yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so as photographers and influencers what key pointers should we keep in mind during such activities i don't know i mean this is a very difficult question to answer because uh, there there isn't a method there isn't a set parameters that we sort of consider before telling a story and to us the the whole filmmaking or telling a story is not is not uh, is not a skill first right as in what i mean is we just want to make sure we tell any story that we tell as honestly as possible and to to not show just one side or to uh, you know um, to twist the narrative to suit something that we want to see and it's we've just followed one rule and that is to tell a story honestly and to always make sure uh, that the story that we want to tell is something that we really feel close to or that some was something that moved us so that we can take that inspiration and then sort of put it back in the uh, creation process and then hope it does something for the people who watch it from storytelling let's talk about traveling because that is what connected us in the first place right now our situation is unique and there's a struggle between staying at home and going outside to hills and beaches and what not what do you think should be the responsibility of a traveler for a finer balance between both Hmm again this is like a super tricky question because uh honestly I don't know I don't know what is the what is the best way to behave or what's the right thing to do because on one side you have uh like as we speak we're hearing of reports from Himachal and uh, where uh sudden there's like a sudden surge in in cases you know in remote villages where the medical system is overburden or incapable of handling like a lot of cases and on the other hand i speak to some of my friends who are basically uh, homestay owners you know and their 80% of their livelihood is basically the tourist season when people come in and they you know stay in their homestays and they call and they say that you know this year has been like super bad for us we don't know how we'll survive through the winter you know should we sell some land we're considering things like these and they're just eager to have travelers but uh, i i don't i would not claim to know you know the 
the, the most moral way to go about this but i would i think it would be just the standard you know set of don't crowd or you know uh, uh be extra be extra careful with your uh with your hands and your mask and things like that but but yeah i honestly don't have a, a a set answer to that question because the guys who depended on the tourists need them and and also the tourists who go if not responsible enough can cause a great deal of damage so i would just say just do the basics right just get get your fundamentals in order and i i guess you can do less damage that's a very beautiful thought we need to balance our desire to mix travel and mix it with uh, the need to help those who need help the most there is no harm in choosing a homestay for remote work or hiring a guide to show you around but pankaj since you have been traveling for a long time uh, what are some of the saddest issues you have noticed during your travels and even before pandemic yeah i mean to i mean there's a lot of things that come uh, to the fore but to me personally it's been uh, waste management how travel itself creates an excess of consumption or you know not not just by you but by the people who are catering to you and how that gets managed and all of us want to go to remote places and you know to be in these eccentric places right and the people there are not as i mean they're catering to you because you're there i mean you've created an industry as a traveler my my hope is that you know people start to realize that it's not just you going there coming back and you know talking about it it, it doesn't it shouldn't end there you when you visit somewhere you need to be conscious of the impact that you have on you know, on your visit and how heavy that uh, impact is and what is the kind of consumption that is that is happening just because you are there and to sort of be accountable for it right and uh often in these villages and far flung areas and they probably lack the education or the tools to sort of analyze what's happening and to see the larger picture so i would like people to bring it upon themselves to sort of educate people to to tell them that you know that these are the right practices to gen- not generate waste or these are the things you can do closest uh, the biggest i mean the strongest example i can give is chadar right the chadar trek uh, which you have been on to i'm i'm sure when people go to chadar and come back all you see are these stunning photographs right takwa is frozen river you know walking on ice and snow everywhere and very adventurous looking stuff but to me it was the most uh, uncomfortable outdoor experience uh it was the most disturbing outdoor experience because there's human waste and plastic everywhere right everywhere and i don't see i don't see anybody talking about that right in the sense that uh there's accounts of people you know littering there and then that comes out and then it just just like dissolves but but more than talking you need to realize that all of that is happening because you are going there right and the people there who are catering to you are just doing the doing what they know right and they know that you want these things and they get you these things but when it comes to disposal of of all that waste right uh maybe 
you are equipped to suggest to them how you can go about that or from your by your choices of what you want to consume on that trip you can guide how they sort of uh, acquire these things for you right and you need to have that conversation with them you can't just go there and say oh a lot of waste lot of people are littering but if you can sort of have that dialogue with them and say and say this this is how you can you know not have a lot of garbage in the process of experiencing such a beautiful place right uh, so i think the one of the most important things for me is waste disposal and it needs to be a two way conversation between the people catering to you and you right and it's it's not just there it's it's all i mean it's both parties responsibilities and even more so yours because this is all happening you're sort of spreading this in action uh, that is one and two is i would say uh, empathy right a lot of people want to go outdoors and want to have the same i mean want to have the same kind of luxury or comfort as they would in their cities when and it's again i'm going to come back to the example of chadar where trek leaders are saying wheels of pancakes in the morning and you know and there's pasta for lunch right and it's almost like you're really proud of saying that but when you look behind you is like i i mean it's a personal experience for me well, from one end i'm hearing these the trek leaders saying these and behind me is like this 55 year old man with like a trunk that's weighing down down on his shoulders and he's like stooped to his knees right and now it's easy to say oh these people are porters you know they're strong they're made for the mountains but but when you look at that you're like this is happening in my name right that man although he's strong yeah he'll do it but he'll str- he'll struggle and do it no that's that's his job but to just say ah oh, these guys are hardy and you know they can do it we can uh, i mean that's all right that's that's what they do for a living but i would say just empathize for a bit and see how how you can reduce their load and your own load and i would say if you're in the outdoors the outdoors calls for you to be you know uh, if you can if you, i i would say that if you can't lift your own weight then you should sort of work at it so yeah i mean coming coming back to the point of empathy is to sort of uh, always look at the people who are around you who are sort of feeding the system for you and to see what they might be experiencing and to sort of you know be a little kind to them not only chadar but go anywhere tourists act very privileged and often mistake kindness of locals for some sort of obligations since they are booking the place and they are paying money so maybe they are, don't earn anything apart from this homestay so we are like kings and queens that's a very strange misconception guides porters and homestay owners often go out of their way to make you feel comfortable and get so less in return for sure for sure man i mean like i said i mean it might hurt people but i would say that it the outdoors calls for you to sort of lift your own stuff by the way uh, how did you spend your 2020 without travel and human connections that you generally uh, live for uh, i mean uh... I have traveled very little within the state in small trips here and there but uh, not as much as I would have liked to like I should have been in in uh, Satan in uh, Himachal in May and then through August and September I should have been in Ladakh but uh, but you know it's it's all very surreal because time is like it's just 
in a way that it's not normal. It's also strange, and it's at the face, at the same time you feel that this is the way of things right now. So I think what's helped me is to stop expecting, right? That uh, you know I'll be I'll be traveling soon, or you know for things to be okay immediately. I've just come to the come to terms with the fact that you know this is like a giant pause in the way I I live, and things will get back to normal as they do. And I've just sort of stopped being impatient and uh, to see things as they come. And last question that I always wondered: How a content consumer is supposed to know that they are seeing ethically created content? Uh, so have you ever worried that copycats will start stealing your concepts and without understanding the greater use, greater cause behind it. How audience is supposed to uh, consume it ethically, I mean, that's an incredibly difficult thing to do, I would say, because the audience sees the tip of the iceberg, right? And often the audience doesn't know the kind of uh, process this whole thing has been. And it's, it's and in most cases, you're given to trust the the storyteller or whatever you're shown that you know it is honest and it is true and it is a near accurate representation of the story that you are consuming so i wouldn't put it on the on the viewers to be ethical in viewing but i would say that uh coming to faraway the style of films that faraway originals makes i mean we do have a distinct style of storytelling and it's come from years and years of uh, of you know finding what moves us the most and then finding a way to tell us tell the story in as honestly as possible and i don't think there's a thing we can do with uh, somebody trying to copy that or i mean if they if they do it i won't call it unfortunate but i would say it's inevitable right to a certain extent that's what you want stories to storytelling to do that you want it to inspire people you wanted to move people and the result of somebody being inspired by your storytelling could go different ways. Like somebody could try to find their own niche while somebody will try to copy. And because that's a thing that we cannot affect, that's a thing that we cannot change. Uh, all we all we continue to do is to just keep on telling stories in the way we say it. And, and like I said, I think if we just keep at it and if we just uh, make sure that we are true to ourselves in the in our craft and if we are honest and then your work will always uh, stand out with this i would like to bid goodbye to our audience remember to check out faraway originals and follow them on social media channels thank you thank you so much for having me and it was it was good to finally do this uh, after 7 months maybe but yeah thanks this is wonderful good luck uh, with your other episodes thanks market uh, go check out uh, faraway originals on instagram and absorb their amazing stories uh, you can connect with our guest at yeah okay on uh, uh, faraway originals on instagram is at faraway originals and i am on instagram as runnings that's r u n n i n n g s so there's like an extra n in the second half of so r u n n i ऑल द लिंक्स आर मेन्शन इन द डिस्क्रिप्शन 
also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the platform you are listening this was anshul and i will be back with a new episode soon